0: with Annie. Today I'll be doing the drama between OBJ and the Browns. If you didn't know this already, OBJ was released by the Browns on November 5th, which was also his birthday. OBJ never really wanted to be in Cleveland in the first place. He was never happy here. He should be happy that he gets to play with any team because another person out there in the world is not so lucky. OBJ and Baker never got on the same page. For example, OBJ would do his own routes, and Baker would overthrow the ball because he thought that OBJ would do the route that was being called. Baker plays better without OBJ. Here are some facts to prove that. Last year, before OBJ's injury, Baker wasn't playing well. After OBJ got hurt, Baker was playing awesome. Then, this season, in the first two games before OBJ came back, Baker was pretty accurate. Then OBJ came back and it started to go downhill until last Sunday against the Bagels. What added fool to the fire was when OBJ's dad posted a clip on Instagram and Twitter ahead of the trading deadline. He was talking smack about Baker and how he never throws the ball to OBJ when he's open and liked to comment criticizing Baker. First off, don't talk bad about your son's teammate. Second off, your son dropped the ball 80% of the time. He also did it when Case Kingdom started a game this season, so it's not Baker's fault. Third, your son's a grown man who should be speaking up, not you. Fourth, Stay out of your son's career and situation is not helping. Fifth, he doesn't need his daddy defending him when he perfectly can himself. And sixth, players get traded all the time, and if you can't deal with it, your son has the wrong career then. He also got into Baker's head, because whenever he was on the field, Baker couldn't make perfect passes. And LeBron James tweeting, hashtag OBJ does not help. First off, there's no need for that. Second, you're acting like he's in jail, which he's not. Third, he could have asked for a trade a while ago, but he chose not to. And fourth, stay out of football drama and focus on basketball because whatever goes on with football does not involve you. Baker tried everything with OBJ to get chemistry going, but it didn't work. For example, OBJ still did his own routes, he wouldn't follow the play calls, and Baker would tell him to do one thing and he does the opposite. He was always injured, which didn't help either. Here are some stats. When he was in New York for five years, he had thousand three hundred receiving yards. In 2019, he caught 74 passes for 1,035 yards, a career low for a full season in both targets and yards. He missed half of the 2020 season with a torn ACL, but between the seven games in 2020 and six in 2021, he combined for just 40 receptions and 551 yards and three touchdowns. This proves that he gets worse as he continues his career. Baker has a great mindset and is a great player and person. He doesn't make anything about himself and he always takes responsibility. He always thinks about his teammates first and not himself. He was surprised by OBJ's dad's accusation, but he was not hurt by them. He knows that OBJ's dad wants him to succeed and he wished him the best. That's good sportsmanship. OBJ did not have good sportsmanship. He never talked to Baker or apologized to him. It doesn't matter if you like the person or not, you shouldn't be talking bad about a player, especially your teammate. OBJ may have been a leader in the locker room, but he did not show it on the field. Last Sunday against the Bengals, Baker was 17 for 21, and the whole team played awesome. We proved that we don't need OBJ. He was never claimed off the waiver, so he's a free agent right now, and he's looking at the Chiefs, Packers, and the Saints. I wish him nothing but the best, but I hope he could catch for whatever team he plays for, because if he doesn't, then we all know it's his fault and not Baker's. Stay tuned on Friday for the Browns' injury report for Sunday's game against the Patriots.